views expressed on this program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and are not necessarily those of this station, its management, or other advertisers. You're listening to Transformation Talk Radio. Hi, welcome. This is Dr. John Martini. This is one of the most amazing and inspiring shows that you can listen into. If you want to be on the edge of your seats, if you want to open up your heart, if you want to expand your mind, and you want to meet incredible people, stay tuned because you're just about to experience a transformative radio show that will change your life. And you're listening to the Dr. Pat Show that's coming up right next. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Hey, everybody. Welcome. I want to welcome you. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Welcome to Transformation Talk Radio. I want to welcome you to every breath that you take today and living it absolutely extraordinarily, living life full out. Well, guess what? You know, Karush Ostawari joining me here today, and we are going to be talking about, uh, 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 you ready? The money anxiety cure. Benny. We're going to be healed today. Demons I out. I feel a healing coming on. Okay. So yeah. uh, we're going to have more money in our life and demons away. Demons away. Demons away. But first, before we have demons away, we have to say happy birthday. Happy birthday to Mr. Chris, WBLQ owner across the range. Happy birthday to you, Chris. And I don't know what you're doing today, but I'm sure you're having fun because it stopped snowing on the east coast of the country. Right, Benny? <laughs> yeah, exactly. And uh, a little tribute to uh, Chris. We'll send a little shout-out music to him. Ow, ow! Always a crowd pleaser, not a crowd teaser. Absolutely. And it's the big birthday. I'm not sure what Chris is up to, but you folks at WBLQ, you know, be good to have Mr. Chris give us a shout. You know the number, 1-800-930-2819. Brian, I'm wondering if you got him some donuts over there or what you guys are up to. Um, But we've got a great show. The Money Anxiety Cure, A Path to Financial Well-Being. I love this book. I love what Karush is all about. I love that we get to say goodbye to this. And I love the way and the simplicity by which he takes us on this journey. And this is for me, you know, I'm sitting here and I'm thinking, wait a minute. You know, when are we going to get somebody showing up here and helping us understand that the material world, the spiritual world, the this world, I mean, why is it we draw such a hard line in the sand and say, mm, I'm spiritual, I can be poor? No, we cannot say that anymore. But what is it about Karush successfully helping people, all of us, build that bridge, 
right spiritual world, material world. You know, he's been, he's off operated a very, very successful business. And yet at the same time, he's bringing a conversation to the table, which talks to us about the world of possibility. But what is it about financial well-being that becomes so elusive for so many? You know, what is it when he talks about in his book, right livelihood that I had to wait till about 13 years ago to even get a sense of what that was and how possible it is. And so what happens on the way to our financial well-being? What are the stops we take? What are the potholes we step in? What is it about scarcity that reminds us that we cannot or maybe won't be able to have anything else in life that great lie we tell ourselves wow karush thank you for joining us on the show today it's so great to be talking with you here oh it's a real pleasure to be on dr pat it's 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 wonderful to be on ashley You know, there's so many places I could start to chat with you about. I don't even want to start to talk about the money anxiety disorder at the moment. Not at the moment. Um, I want to start at this place that I referred to earlier. And I don't know where we got trained about this, but I think it's the same place where we grew up thinking that fat was bad for us in our diet, right? I think it's the same place. Can you talk about this for a minute? Oh, absolutely. I'm so glad, you know, you brought up so many wonderful, juicy uh, topics here. I mean, you know, <laughs> is it okay to be spiritual, and, and should I give up money or not, or should I, um, you know, how can I get through this journey and, and, and navigate through the potholes and obstacles and challenges, but stay hopefully stay um, non-reactive and not collapse into some old story that, mm. you know, I'm not good enough and the world mm-hmm. is, is not safe and on and on and on. But but I, I, I would like to say, Dr. Pat, that yes, I mean, a lot of the, the, the perceptions that we have around money, and poor money, you know, it gets a bad rap. Um, I mean, you know, after all, it is here to, to, to serve as our, our, as our facilitator for so many of the exchanges and transactions and things that happen in our lives. Products and services and whatnot, but yet, it, you know, a lot of, lot of, um, sometimes negativity gets projected on top of it and gets sent out into the world. And unfortunately, a lot of those projections, a lot of the stories, tend to be, you know, what, you know, the stories that we grew up listening to from our parents and our families. I, I don't know about you, but my my parents had very conflicting stories mm-hmm. that ultimately led to their divorce. Um, yeah. You know, mom was was a very strong, independent woman who who was scared for her survival and tended mm-hmm. to think money is her lifeline and it's the only way to make it, and you have to hang on to it. And dad was the opposite. You know, money is the root of all evil. That was his whole story, and push it away, and it's not good, and greed is bad. Yet he was very conflicted, and you know, he was probably one of the greediest guys I knew. So, you know, I grew up listening to these conflicting stories, and a lot of us tend to take these stories, and, you know, unless you're mindful and able to unravel it, they they tend to play themselves out into our lives. So I want to ask your audience members, how, you know, what stories did you listen to or heard growing up, and how did that affect you? How did that feel? 
mm. you know, in your in your heart and your body, and how did that maybe possibly, in a very subtle way, play itself out in your life right now? And can you pause and acknowledge it, you know, with compassion, and possibly create a new story, kind of mm-hmm. a new new tagline, you know, such as, you know, it doesn't have to be a struggle. Life could be mm-hmm. easy and effortless and joyful, and money could be my friend. Whatever new story you want to create. Well, I want I want to really talk about all of those things with you because I love the book that you've written, I, and I'm oh, going to tell you. folks a little bit why. Um, but here, let, let, I'm going to jump to a place that's going to be maybe sound a little bit bizarre, but but it's something that I've recently uh, gotten involved in, and it's a new way of crowdfunding. And so, in, in uh, on my way to finding out about things, I had not even heard of crowdfunding. But here's what I discovered. You ready? I discovered that. In 2013, you know, traditional crowdfunding was at about 5.1 billion. In 2014, it exceeded Facebook's revenue to the tune of something like 15 billion. And in two years, by the um, publishers and owner of Entrepreneur Magazine, is projected to be 100 billion. And I thought to myself, we have to talk billions for a moment. And I wanted to talk with you about that because it's hard enough for people to see the silver lining in the day, right? Yet alone, I'm sure you've had people in front of you that that can't even say the word million, let alone billion. Where are we getting the notion that billions are for the Facebook guy, but for us to even think about that is wasting our time? You know that is such a beautiful uh, question because it, 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 you know, it reminds me of my own journey, and probably mm. many of the listeners could relate. It's, it's, it's wherever it is that I kind of had the capacity to relate to my relationship with money is where I ended up. Mm. If my capacity, if my plate was really small, kind of like you know the monks who go on alms rounds with their little begging bowls. Yeah. I remember being in Thailand one day, and there was all these monks with little bowls, and then suddenly I see this little guy with a big bowl, gigantic, and people were stuffing it with all kinds of rice and, and mango and papaya, and, and I was thinking, that's, that's it right there. If, mm. if I can ex- open my mind and my heart and my capacity to receive more and charge more and be more creative and innovative, like you're saying, with crowdfunding, mm-hmm. uh, maybe using the sharing economy, you know, utilizing my idle assets to, to generate income or to find some other creative way to create passive income. There's no limit. It's, just, it's sort of like oxygen, you know. Mm. Yes, you can only breathe in so much, but it's not about how much you breathe in. It's, it's the mindful, conscious, attentive way that you're oh. letting this money come in, go out, come in, go back out into the world. And it's the impact we have with those billions. Um, and, with, and most importantly, the intention behind the billions. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's like the crowdfunding platform is actually yeah. there to serve people. It's yeah. helping people. Yeah. I love what you say in the book. You say, you know, you're talking about that you, un, you, you unearthed some, some old painful stories. And I want to just say them here, here before we go to break, because I think you're speaking for millions of people. And one of the, and I'm just going to read them really quickly. And we'll talk about this when we come back. Yeah. Life, life is a struggle. Making money is a struggle. Unless I work hard and struggle, I will never make enough 
money. Let's take a short break. When we come back, we're going to talk about what that form of mindfulness can do, not only to us, but how it keeps us stuck in a place that we absolutely do not want to be. Thanks to my very special guest today. We're going to give you websites. We're going to let you know more about the Money Anxiety Cure and how to change your life, not tomorrow, not next year, but today. Thanks to Karush. We'll be right back. On the cutting edge of the new mainstream, Christine Upchurch is passionate about bringing together science, psychology, and spirituality in a way that can be applied to our everyday lives for true transformation. The Christine Upchurch Show, stellar conversations to illuminate your journey, engages some of the most outstanding visionaries on the planet in lively dialogue to inspire you to become that bright light you're meant to be. Join Christine every Friday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time on KKNW, AM 1150, and Transformation Time. Radio. Put a little in your life with Keys. Keys Clear Protein Waters have 22 grams of smile-making, attitude-adjusting protein in every bottle. Did I mention its tongue-tingling taste? Not just another guilty pleasure. With Keys, you'll enjoy every low-sugar sip and freedom from gluten, lactose, and GMOs. Who needs the fountain of youth when you can find Keys on Amazon or at Keys, K-E-E-S, please.com. Put a little in your attitude with Keys Protein Water. Carry the Light with host Dr. Susan Allison is the show that inspires you to find the light within and shine your light in the world. You'll hear from guests who model how to be the highest, brightest, most evolved, fulfilled, and conscious humans possible. Tune in each Thursday, 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern on TransformationTalkRadio.com and let Dr. Susan help you discover that you carry the unique light that only you can shine. My dream is to end homelessness. My passion is living a green life. My dream is to end poverty. My passion is volunteering. My passion is making a difference. My dream is to cure Lyme disease. My passion is rebuilding communities. My passion is helping those in need. My passion is caring for the elderly. My dream is to find a cure for cancer. My dream is to leave a better world for my children. We all have that special passion, that lifelong dream that drives us to live our lives with meaning and to create a better world. No matter what drives you, we can all make an impact. Dr. Pat Basili is helping others make their dreams come true so we can all help make our world a better world. To learn more about how Dr. Pat is building a community of sharing hope, strength, funds, knowledge, and information, visit abetterworldcrowdfunding.com today. That's abetterworldcrowdfunding.com.
Tune in to Lucid Planet Radio with Dr. Kelly Neff. This hit show will illuminate your senses and empower you beyond your daily stressors and hardships. Renowned psychologist and author Dr. Kelly will captivate you with far-reaching topics and amazing guests as you wake to the greatest version of yourself. Learn to tap into your intuitions, think critically about our world, heal emotional and psychological wounds, and follow your passions to live your dreams. The Lucid Planet. Welcome home. Visit lucidplanetradio.com for more information. Oh, my goodness. I thought they were going to have a reunion, but Pink Floyd, no way. That's okay, because I've got the money anxiety cure right here. Not me. Karusha's got it. But, you know, let's do something, if we could, before we start to talk about this, because I literally want to turn this over to you. Um, so much to talk about. Please tell folks the best way they can find out more about you. They can get a copy of the book. Oh, you're, that's great. Um, well, if you go to uh, www.themoneyanxietycure.com, mm-hmm. there's lots of information, you know, on the book, and there's ways to order it, and there's some nice mm-hmm. videos, and there's a nice quiz, a money anxiety quiz. So whatever I can do to help you, the the, the listeners, please go on that site, and I'm sure you'll find something useful in there. Uh, and we're going to just share with all of you today a little bit about what's in here because there's so much in the in this book and also, you know, with your work that will help people shift and change. And we're going to talk about some of this. I, I, um, I read three things from the book. Life is a struggle. Making money is a struggle. Unless I work hard and struggle, I will never make enough money. Um, and the reason I read that is because I don't think I'm alone if I say that probably a high percentage of people believe this at certain points in their lives. Please talk with us a little bit of how this collective story that we tell ourselves then manifests into scarcity for us. You know, thank you for bringing that up. I mean, you know, a lot of us, as we mentioned, you know, are byproducts of our past, you know, our history and what we heard growing up, what we experienced, and then suddenly, you know, we carry on some of those stories and programming. It's sort of like like a computer chip, you know, and we tend to, um, you know, often, I'm not saying all the time, but tend to buy into that scarcity mindset that tends to, and I hate to say this, but there's a body connection. I mean, that goes on in our mind. And unless you do some kind of practice where you sit with this every day and listen and notice those stories and kind of, you know, I mentioned in the book, there's a lot of exercises to through journaling, meditation, mindfulness, and just really uh, reaching out for help and support. You don't unravel and understand that story. It tends to have a physical effect as well. Mm. It increases your stress level, your heart rate, tension in the muscles, tight jaw. It's tough to sleep. Suddenly, the, the biological primal response of, oh, my God, am I going to survive, right? So there's a nervous system reaction in the body. I talk a lot about in the book how we tend to go into survival mode of fight, flight, freeze. Um, so we're running faster or we're feeling more stuck. And it's just it's a perpetual cycle that just kind of um, keeps spinning and it gets you know harder and harder unless you pause, which which I encourage a lot in the book to pause and really try to understand your situation and your story with the kind of spacious compassion 
So you're not coming from more judgment, more anger, frustration, and you're not, hopefully, since I work with people who haven't been able to manage their stress very well and end up in jail, I work with women in the prison system, you don't want to numb out. You don't want to stay in denial and, 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 and self-medicate or, or, or you know continue to get into debt or buy stuff you can't afford or don't need because that just makes matters worse. So we've got to stop and deal with this at the root mm-hmm. of where it originated and do it in a spacious, compassionate way because it's not easy. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, and every day, hopefully, I'm, you know, we're all doing our best to stay vigilant around it. Mm-hmm. These thoughts and feelings don't slip in and get us right back off track again. I wanted to also ask you about, you know, this, this, let's call it a transformation because that's what I love to think about. When I'm reading your book, I'm thinking about, you know, the people that I can point to. You are one of them, actually, you know, where you're a living example of what happens when, first of all, we take a look at what mindfulness is and then we make a commitment to ourselves to move into that space. And I wanted to ask you about this because one of the things that, you know, well, one of many things you say is you talk about, you know, how do we go from this place of scarcity? Uh, and, and I think it's so important to hear what you have to say about mindfulness and how it is actually okay to say mindfulness and money in the same sentence. You know, wow, that, that's, that's great. I'm glad you brought that up. First of all, I want to say to, to share with the listeners that, believe me, I've, I've been down to the, on my back praying and screaming and crying and asking, you know, the universe saying, God help me, I just can't make it anymore. And, uh. You know, I grew up with a single mom with three kids. She had no child support. We grew up in a constant state of fear and panic. And she you know, had to figure out how to how to raise us and you know, ended up uh getting into the real estate business and knocking on thousands of doors before people actually and here's a woman who was an immigrant from Iran, couldn't speak any English as well. Mm-hmm. Eventually people opened their doors and said, Okay, you can sell my house and when we saw her perseverance and her not buying into the old story of, you know, you're not enough and there's lack and limitation we saw how people in the world are actually receptive to our positive intention to make something happen around our talents, our skills, our passions. Um, so I just want to tell you, I, my foundation comes from both experiencing fear, lack, and, and being terrified to waking up and realizing it's possible to make it here in America if you shift that story. And mindfulness plays a huge role because when I became very successful in real estate, I realized, you know, what was really lacking was my spiritual bank account. You know, I was still stressed, tired, upset, uptight, a little bit greedy, thinking I need to go for more. And then I really had to go on a sabbatical, and I took retreat. Uh, that's where I studied at Spirit Rock Meditation Center. Uh, there are a lot of good, good meditation centers out there, but this one gave me the chance to really sit with myself for mm. a couple of years, actually, to unravel this deep generational story, this collective story of, you know, you're not, you know, your self-worth needs to be equal to your net worth, Um, you know, as a man, you need to keep pushing, Uh, really kind of outdated, heavy stories that unless I became aware through mindfulness practice, you can call it awareness practice if you want, just being attentive and looking deeper and deeper and noticing how those stories affected my, my health 
awareness where you can say, you know what, wait a minute, this, this is an old story or this doesn't feel right or, you know, my physical GPS in my body, you know, when you notice the green lights, blinking lights, that means, okay, I'm going to go with that. But the good news is when you notice something not feeling right, right. Uh, the red blinking lights, that, that means stop. And how many of us out there, especially during the last recession, avoided tuning into our gut-level feelings and our bodies, actually, because it has a lot of wisdom in there, and just kept going on with what the media said we should do or, or what the so-called investors told us what to do. It was sort of kind of like a disempowering approach, mm-hmm. again, based on a lack of sense of clarity and mindfulness and presence. So that's all tied into this book, uh, the mindfulness, awareness practices, however way it works for you. It could be journaling, movement, meditation, just really getting your checkbook out, being attentive around who you're writing the check to, feeling your hands and your feet. And we can go into that later in the show if you'd like. Well, one of the things I said to you is, you know, a shift, you know, that that goes on, you know, in my own mindfulness practice, my own, uh, let me just call it consciousness availability. You know, oh, yeah, when, like am, when am I available? When, when am I consciously available for what's trying to get to me? You know, if for years, right, we walk around and we say, I can't find my God. I can't, I can't, you know, and it's like, wait a minute, the forces of the universe have not been hiding. You know, perhaps they're always available. They're on demand for us. So then what is it that we can talk about here? And I said something to you fascinating. I said, you know, here's what I've, what I've started to talk about and learn about when it comes to hope and that is hope in the world you know of unlimited possibilities you know hope that we can maintain that unwavering faith and stamina that enables whatever that level of awareness is that will invite in the world of possibilities i am awake enough for it when we come back from break i would love for you to share with us what we might learn, do, or know so that we are awake and aware to hear, see, smell, and taste the possibility that's right in front of us. Let's take a short break, everyone. So thrilled. So thrilled. We're talking about the money anxiety cure. For those of you out there, 1-800-930-2819. Do you have a money issue? Do you have a money question? Would you like to get some help, like not tomorrow, but right now by somebody that is so amazingly aware of what this is about? Please give us a call. We'll be right back with the Dr. Pat Show. to Sheer Alchemy with Leslie Fontaine on TransformationTalkRadio.com and get ready to stir up your passions, identify your blocks, and shift into an entirely new existence. Leslie Fontaine is a transformation catalyst and clairvoyant who uses her intuitive and energetic gifts to catapult listeners into living the life they were born to live. Whether it's shifting from scarcity to abundance, from emotional pain into joy, or from illness into health, Leslie 
will help you step into the true essence and power of all that you are with the help of the Ascended Masters and Archangels. You will not be the same. Visit TransformationTalkRadio.com for show dates and times and LeslieFontaine.com to say yes to explosive abundance. Naturopathic doctor, founder of the Martha's Vineyard Holistic Retreat, and author of the New York Times bestseller, 21 Pounds in 21 Days, Dr. Ronnie DeLuce has helped tens of thousands of people, including celebrities and athletes, with her message of lifestyle change. Now, Dr. Ronnie DeLuce wants to help you. You, too, can be saved. Email Dr. Ronnie DeLuce at info at ronniedeleuceonradio.com and visit mvholisticretreat.com. Dr. Ronnie DeLuce, your partner in wellness. Dr. Loves Quickies. Mary's about ready to give love the shove, because no matter what she tries, guys don't know that she's alive. To turn guys on, she needs to turn on those green lights, nonverbal cues that say, over here. Most guys won't approach unless they're cleared for landing. So ladies, to kickstart your love life, turn on those green lights and flash your pearly whites. I'm Dr. Jamie Turndorf of AskDrLove.com. How would you like increased health and vitality? How would you like to avoid the onset of disease as well as slow the aging process? This is all possible through a simple, safe, and natural process. Every day we are either moving toward wellness or away from wellness. Hi, I'm Mary Jane Mack. I'd like to be your partner in achieving optimal health. Contact me now at MaryJaneMack.com or call 425-392-0659. Visit MaryJaneMack.com. A retreat to open your senses and heal your energy. Join Lynn Brown and Wendy Wolf for Amazing Astra Allies, April 30th through May 2nd in the beautiful Methow Valley. Open to more of your astral experiences. Learn intentional dreaming and receive astral body healings in this serene setting. This retreat is almost full. To register now or learn more, call 206-931-7356 today. Everybody, welcome back. It is so great. For those of you out there that want to tune in and want to give us a call, want to get some help, how to go, how to shift from scarcity to flow. Boy, Karush, it's so good to have him here. The book is The Money Anxiety Cure. Um, whether or not you think that this is something going on with you, it was fascinating, Karush, for me to read the book because sometimes even when we're not feeling like we're in a mode of scarcity, there are some things in some ways we show up in life, right, that would say otherwise. Using language like, oh, you know what, I don't, I don't make enough to do X or I'm not in a place where I can, quote, afford that. Um, And so, you know, from scarcity to flow is the direction. And what I would love to do, if you're open to it, one of our fabulous listeners has called in. I would love to bring her on so that, yeah, we can have a chit-chat. Benny. Yeah. All right, let's do that. Let's take Deborah. She's calling in from Seattle. Deborah, welcome to the show. Uh, Hi, Deborah. I don't know if you can hear me very well. Uh, Sort of. There's a lot of background, so just make sure you turn your radio off, please. Yes, please. 
Can you hear us okay, Deborah? Yeah. Okay. How can we help you today? Yeah. Oh, I just, uh, well, first of all, I want to thank you because I, I called in, uh, I don't know, it was probably around a year ago. And um, since then, actually, I have started my own uh, dog walking business, and I'm doing uh, better than I was. Wow. But I, I do still have, uh, you know, um, issues with money. Mm-hmm. The, I owe a lot of money, and also I seem to have a problem, like in my business, Right. It's like, since I've been very scarce, you know, my money situation has been scarce all my life. Uh-huh. I feel bad actually mm-hmm. getting money from other people. Yeah, so you have a hard time asking for money? don't have enough money, and here I am asking them for money. Oh, this is so good. This is so good because, you know, Karush, this is like what we're talking about from scarcity to flow. And, yeah. you know, how is it some some people can attract people, quote, right, Deborah, with money and other people attract people without money that perhaps can't pay them what they really deserve? I'm going to let Karush handle this completely. Okay. Well, first of all, I want to acknowledge you for for your yeah. your 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 intention to get your dog walking business going. Congratulations, and you know I'm really for um, you know uh, entrepreneurship and especially women, you know entrepreneurs because you know they 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 get, they take on a lot of the pressures in our society with raising children and having to deal with a lot of the domestic issues. And often, like my mom, when their husbands leave them, they've got to figure out a way to fend for themselves. So. I'm all for you, and I'm rooting for you. Um, I do want to encourage you to, you know, look, here's the thing. Life is already challenging enough. The one thing I emphasize in this book is, you know, that the the last thing we need is to add more pain and pressure on top of what's going on. So take that pressure off of yourself and just step back. And and through, uh, I know in Chapter 9 I talk about gratitude and generosity. Start with Acknowledging what's really working for you right now. Make a list. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm. You know, started this business, and I'm starting to get clients, and I'm starting to get out there, and I'm, you know, I'm maybe hopefully you're safe, and you have a roof over your head, and hopefully you're able to pay your bills. Whatever that's working for you right now, really take that in, because you need to feel that joy of wow. You know what? The universe is actually supporting me. I'm actually making things happen. When you take that in and you're feeling really, really at peace and, you know, feeling that fuzzy kind of that that lovely feeling inside your body, try to remember it because you can always access it later on when things get a little challenging. Um, the, the, the other thing is when you're feeling that pleasure of, wow, you know, <laughs> actually things are working out, you can then start making a list of what it is you really want. So you need to go out there and start uh, asking for more money. Okay, um, that's one thing you can add on your list, and then you know, add, put the steps down around how do you do that skillfully. So when you approach that person, they don't feel you're just there to take something from them, but you're really coming from a place of generosity and gratitude, and you know, wanting some kind of a reciprocal generous exchange where you can say, look, you know, I've got this business, I'm starting it this way, here's my business plan, 
here's my vision. And by the way, I do encourage you to really shore that part up with hopefully local support. There's a lot of nonprofits that help people with creating business plans. Do you have a business plan, by the way? No, I don't. Okay, so reach out to a nonprofit. We've got organizations like SCORED or Retired Business People, or there's maybe a local organization to help you really put something solid together. And you can take that to anyone with means who's got, um, who's hopefully more established and successful than you are. And you can ask for support, for guidance. You can ask for, uh, you know, maybe uh, ask for um, a loan. You can even take it to the Small Business Administration. You know, when mm-hmm. you have your vision in a in a in a uh, business uh, plan format, it could be one page or a paragraph, or t- you know, shorter the better. People then will really believe in your commitment to be to, to you know to take care of yourself and your clients, and that you really are committed to the path. You've got to start with that as the foundation, and really start feeling good about what you're doing. Don't put too much energy into what's not working and the areas of lack, because as you know, that that that's a, it's an empty black hole. That that mm-hmm. area just doesn't doesn't work very well. Right, Deborah. What do you think of that? I think that's wonderful. Thank you so much. Yeah, wow. congratulations, Deborah. Um, and and just remember what, what an amazing accomplishment you've you've created, and and just go with that good feeling, and keep building on, it and get support from like-minded, good people that believe in you. Yeah, thank awesome. you so much. You're welcome. Oh yeah, thank you. Wow, I love that Deborah called in to talk about that because you know there are a couple things that I'd love for you to you know expand upon. First of all, let's talk about you know this idea of putting ourselves around people that will support us. Um, and and the reason that I, I I would love for you to share that is because I can't tell you how how uh, it was for me originally when I started doing the radio show and people kept saying to me, "Dude, you got to be kidding me!" You know. What? You went to school to what? Have a radio show with your name in it? When are you going to get a real job? And so can you please talk to how we create the support system around us to help us go and shift from scarcity to flow? Oh, that's such a good question. I mean, you know, what I discovered, and I'm sure many of your listeners can relate, is that everything that happens is based on relationships. Mm-hmm. You know, relationship between you and, say, the water department or your PG&E or your landlord or your lender or your family, your friends. Um, you know, you walk down to the store and get a bottle of milk or whatever. You're exchanging and relating in a way that's very, hopefully, healthy and good. And you're using money as a way to facilitate this exchange. And money, mm-hmm. as I said before, it's, it's a neutral object and it's there to serve us. Um, so all it does is it acts as a middleman. So you walk in, you're you're offering your money. Hopefully, it, you, you know it comes from a good place, and you exchange it for a product or a service. The, the main thing that that I'm learning, and it's an ongoing process, is that mm-hmm. unless we are clear in our vision of who we are and where we're going in life, and unless we ask for the support of like-minded people. Um, we're going to be alone, and you mm-hmm. can't function in this economy or in any society all alone and isolated, especially if you're hurting. If you're in debt, you have problems, you're depressed or angry or stressed or have a lot of anxiety, don't let it, don't cave in underneath it because that happens easily. And then, mm-hmm. and then it's a vicious cycle. you got to get out and reach out. There's lots of nonprofits out there, a lot of support out there. 
foundation, you've got to also do the spiritual. And as you said, uh, I think it's, it's that transformational piece of, you know, I'm going to just really, really uh, show up for myself in a way that's not judgmental. It's kind, mm-hmm. compassionate, mm-hmm. It's, uh, gentle, so that you're building that capacity to, you know, to, 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 to take care of yourself as life goes up and down. I mean, we, yeah. you know, nothing is predictable out there. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, one of the things, um, uh, and we have another caller I'd love to bring our our next caller on, but one of the things that I find fascinating is, and I think about, you know, how we've evolved here, the Dr. Pacho Transformation Talk Radio, et cetera, over the past six years. And I can't help but think about the fact that the people here, you know, all of us have had to really tap into creativity. Uh, and we actually expanded uh, during these times. And, you know, people say, well, why did you do that? But, you know, I, you know, what was that about? Well, it was never about us. It was always about what people that listen wanted more of, right? But if yeah. we listened to the economy, we would have done just the opposite. Opposite, <laughs> you see? You know, I'm so glad you mentioned this, Dr. Pat. I just want to say you're you are an example of what I'm talking about. Um, that resonance you created, that 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 ability for people to resonate and 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 align themselves with the message, with the intention, is what's created your audience. And I think it's the same with any business. You know, it's, it, is your intention grounded in something? good and wholesome and not from a selfish mm-hmm. place or from a desperate place or a clinging place, but from a place of generosity and awareness and kindness. I, I love it. You're, you're such a great example for all of us. Well, I have to tell you that I really feel blessed every day because the, and you've heard me say this to you, we have the best listeners on the planet. And exactly. I would have never thought in a million years that, you know, at the end of every show, after folks have called in or just the vibration of who they are, that I would feel pulled up, you know. And so we have one of our fabulous listeners waiting to speak with us as well. Mr. Benny. Yeah, we'll take Tammy now calling in from Everett. Tammy, welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Hey, Tammy. Hi, how are you guys? Hi, good. How are you? you? I am doing better. Um, You gave me some hope for today because I was feeling very hopeful and I just happened to turn the radio on and there you guys were. (laughs) (laughs) So thank you, thank you. How can we help you? Well, I'm feeling like my flow of energy is being blocked and I can't seem to just um, let it go and just let it flow and so I think I need some guidance there I I guess that's what I need but I'm not sure (laughs) well you know Deborah, I'm so glad you called because I have to go through this every single day and just know being a human being means we're always having to check in regroup recenter and some of us are more vulnerable and I gotta tell you I'm one of those people who have to do it all the time otherwise I get whacked out because you know I've had early trauma and the best I can do is manage it. I can't ever, I don't think, get rid of it. So here's the thing. Right now as we're talking, just take a couple breaths. Mm. Feel yourself breathing. And wherever you're at, just feel your connection with with us and yourself and the earth. Maybe feel your feet on the ground. And just, uh, you know, maybe say to yourself, you know, right now in this moment, there's peace and there's freedom. And then notice how that feels for you right now, and if there's any kind of, if you notice anything different in your body, you know, just noticing where you're feeling some support and nurturing and encouragement. It could come 
through a sensation or a feeling in your heart, in your belly? What are you noticing? Tammy, Tammy, what, what did you like notice? It? Yeah. And that was that. What, what are you feeling you right notice? now when you connect with yourself and us and feel that support and encouragement of just like, hey, I'm here right now and I'm reaching out, I'm taking a breath, feeling the connection with the earth. I'm okay in this moment. Do you notice that feeling when you when you? Yes, mind? I do. I feel like um, that I just I lost it and I and I forgot all about it. And you guys just reminded me of it. So yeah, it's something that okay. I'm going to need to put a note up on the wall to remind myself that if I feel disconnected, that I need to get in touch back with the universe and yeah. do all that stuff because yeah. that's what I was doing for a while, and then I just sort of yeah. slipped away and just and, forgot about it. So yeah. yeah. <laughs> and Tammy, do it all the time. I got to do it 24/7. And start yeah. with the breath. Start with your body. Feel your hands and your feet and your belly. Put your hand on your heart and belly and just breathe. Take 10 breaths and just say, I'm okay right now. And, and once yeah. you get calm, start thinking about what you need to do next. I got to pay my bills. Yeah. I got to pay the rent. I got to get it. So just you stay with, start with the most important thing. That's yourself. It's, it's yeah. the most important place to start. Okay. Well, thank you for helping reminding me because I forgot all about that. I do it. I get yeah. in touch with, I put my roots down into the ground and just let it, you know, mm-hmm come up and yeah. well, thank you again and you're reminding okay. me I, it's reminding me too yeah. so thank you yeah me too thank you Tammy thank you very much um, uh, you know there are a couple things that um, I would like to to just talk with you about and, and just share based on what you know um, our, our listeners have talked about you know you talk about this in the book and I can't tell you how often you know we, we when somebody offers us a gift we're like, oh, no, that's okay. No, I don't need it. You know uh, you, you know what I mean? Re- the whole idea of receiving, whether it's receiving a massage, receiving money, you, you know, there's something about receiving that I think we could learn, but I'm not quite sure what it is. Huh? It, but doesn't it also have to do with creating that balance in the exchange process as well? You know, I'm so glad you brought this up because in my book, The Money Anxiety Cured, in Chapter 9, there's a whole topic on gratitude and generosity. So when you're feeling grateful for what you have in the moment and in your life, it's natural to feel generous, and we think generosity comes through us and we want to mobilize, right, from a good, healthy place, not from fear and anxiety, but from a loving place to give and to help and, you know, help out a neighbor, you know, help out a friend or go out and just smile and say hi. And a lot of us, we think that that generosity is just giving. But truly, as you said, Dr. Pat, generosity, a lot of it is being okay with receiving the gifts that the world, the friends, universe wants to give us. And unless we open up to that, it becomes a one-way streak. You know, we're always giving, 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 giving. And, you know, it's easy to get burned out. Um, balancing it out with being okay with receiving. Just start today. I, I want to invite your listeners today. Many of you are probably great givers because you're listening to the show and you're giving this gift to yourself. Or, or you know, and I mean that's that's a start. You're giving this gift to yourself, but practice. You know, practical steps of going out and maybe making a call, like the lady with the dog walking business. Call someone and ask for some support and see how it is to to receive or not. You may not, but that's that's a spiritual practice in itself, so we don't isolate ourselves. So you're you're giving, you know, from an abundant, loving place because you feel grateful and you're open to receiving. So there's that balance between giving and receiving. Um, 
And if you notice folks who can't do that, then you can have compassion and be an example for them as well. Because, you know, without the balance, you know, I don't know how we're going to make it. I can't just keep giving and giving and giving. You know, we have to be open to receiving, too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, um, first of all, let me thank you for everything that, you know, you've put together, everything that you've done. One of the things that I that I was reading about was this idea about many people suffering from money anxiety disorder. Many people suffering. But yet, I think it's important before we kind of wrap up here to talk about what that looks like and how it shows up in life. I know we've talked about a couple of things and we've had some, you know, both uh, Deborah and Tammy calling in were, were great to, to call in and talk about their own situation. But yeah. what are the various ways you've seen it show up in people that perhaps we haven't talked about yet? Well, let me just say quickly that, you know, mm-hmm. the the American Psychological Association did a survey, a few surveys, and they noticed that 75% of, of the participants in the survey were extremely anxious around, you know, their financial situation and stressed and worried and all that, not just from the last recession, but even now. So it's, you know, number one cause of divorce that leads to a tremendous amount of, um, uh, you know, pain and suffering. And the way it shows up, you know, and by the way, there's good stress and bad stress. I mean, not all anxiety and stress is bad. Some of them are like signals, you know, saying, hey, you know, slow down, stop. They're actually here to protect us. The problem is when we kind of go into override mode and we ignore those blinking red lights, you know, for example, constriction in your chest, mm-hmm. or like Tammy that just called and said, you know, I'm just losing it, and you're not pausing, you're not stopping. So suddenly it's like red blinking lights on your dash, you know, in your car. And, you know, you see smoke coming out. You'd pull over, right? Why aren't we doing that with our lives and our bodies, with our relationships? Because you can feel it in your body, constriction Mm -hmm. in the chest, tightness in the jaw. You've got, you know, a hard time sleeping. Your heart rate is up. You're rushing or you're collapsed. You know, remember, fight, flight, freeze is often the response of our survival Mechanism, you know, our biological human essence is to protect us. It's easy to go into shutdown mode, which comes from extreme stress, or hyperarousal mode, you know, running, 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 and hoarding and grasping. Question is, if you notice any of those symptoms, you know, and by the way, a lot of them get numbed out by people over-consuming, overeating, medicating, shopping. You know, just notice what are you doing to address the red blinking lights. Um, in a way that's skillful for you so that you could learn how to navigate through your financial journey without reacting, without collapsing, without uh, numbing out, and without caving in and going out and being just another consumer, another unconscious consumer. And then when you do this and you can hold this better, can you create a vision, a new vision of prosperity that's unique to you? Not everyone needs to become a millionaire. What can you do that will help you find meaning in life and support you to have both money, enough money, whatever amount you need, and that mental, spiritual, and emotional well-being to hold your journey so you can live a good life and a happy life? Sort of like you, Dr. Pat. We, <laughs> we, we want to be like you, so that's the intention here. Um, well, thank you for that. Uh, I want to uh, I want to ask you about 
one of the things you talk about in, in towards the back of the book, and I, and I love that you've included this in here, and that is dream big. So often we immediately cap what we think we want or quote let's say desire so we prevent ourselves from even visualizing like you say visualize it and what happens you know for a lot of people is we visualize small because we don't want to be disappointed please talk about why it's important to dream big oh yeah it's my favorite chapter 10 Mm -hmm. dream big and there's a quote in there um it's uh it says uh by Eleanor Roosevelt says the future belongs to those who believe, believe in the beauty of their dreams. So it's not just the big dreams, but it's mm. how, how wonderful and, and, and loving and beautiful your dreams are. And 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 really, um, uh, just know that we are <laughs> we are living in a country where anything and everything is possible. Most, uh. most of your listeners know, and maybe you're not in America, but wherever you are, most likely, if you're tuning into the station, you have the ability to navigate through your journey and achieve whatever it is you want. The question is, will you get out of the way? Will you notice what obstacles that you have a, a reaction towards and learn how to soften up, learn how to be more aware and attentive and and, and it's skillful in how you can navigate and flow around these obstacles to have to go for whatever it is you want to create. Because we only have one life. Mm. And, and guess what? Life is going by quick. It's, it's a very brief journey we have on this planet. And I do want to encourage your listeners to start now. This is the day. This is it. Don't wait till tomorrow. Cause, I mean, who knows what's going to happen next? I know. Thank you so much. Please, one last time, if you would tell folks the best way to find out more about you, uh, about all of the great things you're doing to help people with this. And thank you so much for joining us here today. Oh, so my pleasure, Dr. Pat. And again, you know, the moneyanxietycure.com. Um, there's lots of great videos. Uh, there's there's a, a quiz, a money anxiety quiz. And, and, and also just email me if you have any questions. Kurush at themoneyanxietycure.com and I'm happy to stay connected and put you on my email list and, and just we just connect and support each other as community members. We're all we're all working towards the same goal and objective and we're all connected. So I'm here to serve in any way I can. Wow. Well, thank you so much for today. And uh, boy, you know, this has been an incredible conversation and folks can pretty much get the book just about anywhere, can't they? Yeah, you can order it on Amazon. You can order it through Barnes and Nobles, um, or you know, pretty much. Actually, one local bookstore here called the Book Passage is great in Corte Madera near San Francisco. You can order it through them. Um, but yeah, Amazon is usually the easiest. Awesome! Thank you so much. Wow, what a great, what a great day for radio. I want to thank all of you out there for tuning us in and turning us on. And again, if you've missed any part of this, go to Transformation talkradio.com later on it'll replay again today please feel free to download it itunes the dr pat show we'll see you next time everybody